The practice of lucid dreaming has been used around the world for thousands of years. And one thing is for sure, you can get answers to some of your deepest questions and challenges through a lucid dream. In this video, you'll learn what lucid dreaming really is and the secret about lucid dreaming that no one talks about. Then I'll share seven powerful steps to help you learn how to lucid dream like a spiritual master. Coming up. Hello, beautiful soul. That intro that you just saw is from my new course, Awaken, which opens its enrollment doors on June 7th. I designed Awaken to help people navigate difficult spiritual awakenings so they get grounded, stable, and clear in their energy very, very quickly. Awaken is a six-week course with detailed step-by-step -step practice videos that are going to help ground your energy immediately, especially if you're feeling lost or confused in your awakening process. We'll also have a strong private community to support you along the way and many other perks to help you navigate any difficulties that you may be facing right now. If you want to learn more about Awaken and sign up for the waitlist, click on the link below in the description box. And I hope to see you in Awaken soon. On to part one of the video, what's lucid dreaming. So there's a lot of talk about lucid dreaming in spiritual communities. And we've been doing this for thousands of years, including in some of the oldest traditions on the planet, including shamanism, shamanic cultures all over the world are known to be expert dreamers. So we've definitely been lucid dreaming for a really long time. And in fact, it's from shamanism that the secret to lucid dreaming comes in. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit, but for now, let's define what lucid dreaming is. Okay. So lucid dreaming is the ability to be fully conscious within a dream. Okay. So that means that it's almost like you wake up when you're in the dream. Okay. And so you become conscious that you are dreaming. And as you become conscious that you're dreaming, you can actually influence the dream and you have a very different perspective than if your conscious mind is sleeping. The majority of time when we dream, our conscious minds are actually sleeping. So we're not aware that we're dreaming. There's that, that conscious mind isn't lucid. It's not awake. It's sleeping. And so that's why a lot of times dreams can be scary or odd, fearful, all kinds of things can be happening because the conscious mind is sleeping. And that means that the subconscious mind takes over. And that's what, what can make dreams sometimes very, very weird. But when lucid dreaming, you know, you are dreaming, you are conscious that you're dreaming. And that's what makes lucid dreaming so powerful onto part two of the video, the secret about lucid dreaming. Okay. So when we lucid dream, um, when we start getting good at it, this is especially used a lot in the West. So a lot of conscious dreamers will actually use lucid dreaming as a way to have adventures while they're sleeping. Okay. And so what happens is when they notice that they could be conscious within a dream, they also notice that they can create within the dream. 
Once that conscious mind becomes lucid and awake within a dream, it's almost like the dream can be controlled. It can be controlled. And so people start to play this kind of creative role within a dream. They start to actually, when they wake up within the dream, they start to create worlds and fantasies and really just cool stuff during the dream. And they go on these beautiful adventures. An example of this would be like in movies like the matrix or even inception. Inception is a great example of how you can visually understand how reality can be altered by the mind of the conscious dreamer. All right. Now that the whole movie inception is about dreaming and going into people's unconscious minds and the way that they position the, the shots, you can really tell how the dream can be altered by the conscious mind. And that's really, really a great illustration of how lucid dreaming works. As cool as that may be to become conscious within your own dreams and then starting going off on these adventures controlling your dreams and, and creating all kinds of fantasy worlds in your mind, as exciting as that may be, that's not actually how I like to use uh, lucid dreaming. So I love to use lucid dreaming like shamans use lucid dreaming. Okay. And shamans will use lucid dreaming as a way to explore and retrieve valuable information that may be hidden. All right. So this is a wonderful, wonderful application to lucid dreaming because what shamans do, shamans are known as being expert dreamers and they journey into dreams to retrieve information for themselves or for maybe for someone that's sick that they may be treating. They go into dreams to find any kind of hidden information that's hidden in the unconscious mind and that they don't usually have access to when they're awake. So they use lucid dreaming as a way to dig deeper, to go deeper in their own unconscious mind, but also to go deeper in retrieving important information for themselves, for a person that they may be treating, or even for the community at large. So shamans have been doing this for thousands of years. They will lucid dream as a way to retrieve important information from spirit that will guide their communities moving forward. Okay. So this is the way shamans use lucid dreaming. And this is actually the way that I love to, to use lucid dreaming. We're using it as a spiritual tool to retrieve information or even retrieve unhealed wounds or patterns or beliefs in the unconscious mind that we don't usually have access to in our waking life. So as you can see, this is a vastly different way uh, to use lucid dreaming and one that I find most valuable. So instead of uh, spending time in your lucid dreams, pretending to be a superhero and going on these adventures, lucid dreaming can be used as an active spiritual tool. And there are really three main areas in which I love to use, um, to use lucid dreaming. First is to uncover unhealed wounds. So these may be wounds that I have more difficulty accessing when my conscious mind is awake and commanding everything. Another one can be to receive guidance. So receive guidance from my own subconscious or from my soul or receive guidance from spirit. I can interact with the spirit world in a lucid dream. Another one is to become aware. All right. To become aware, especially to become aware of unconscious material that in our waking lives is much easier for us to have access to in a lucid dream, our conscious mind is awake. And we have this open door to the unconscious mind to help us go deeper and confront some held beliefs 
believes that we may not have access to when we're awake. And this is the secret behind lucid dreaming that really makes it such a powerful practice. You can use lucid dreaming as this powerful spiritual tool for healing and ascension. Don't forget this. Now that you know the secret, this isn't talked about a lot in, in lucid dreaming circles. They use it more for adventure and fun. But now that you know the shamanic secret behind lucid dreaming, you can start using this practice very, very powerfully in your life. On to part three of the video, how to lucid dream. Okay. So now that you know about the secret behind lucid dreaming, you know what lucid dreaming is. Now let's get you prepared to start using lucid dreaming like shamans or like spiritual masters do. So I'm going to share seven steps with you that you can learn that would really help you very quickly start becoming active in, in lucid dreaming. Step number one is to get good rest. Okay. So, so this one is very common sense, but some Sometimes people don't realize this. And that is that the more tired or the more off schedule you are in your sleeping patterns, the less you'll be able to, to, um, to lucid dream. Okay. So the more that you practice, you know, being rested at night and, and having good rest at night, the better you're going to be at more successfully lucid dreaming that night. So if you're super, super tired, you're totally exhausted and you just hit the bed and you just fall right asleep, that deep depth of exhaustion may not be the best night for you to lucid dream, right? Cause you're just totally exhausted, totally out of it. So get good rest, get your circadian rhythm, have good sleeping patterns, and just prepare yourself for a good night's rest. And th then you'll have a higher likelihood of being able to lucid dream. So uh, a few uh, tips on how to do that. One is, um, no blue light. So try and restrict blue light. And that's a light that comes from like cell phones and computers and TVs and all that's called blue light it actually messes with your brain and it keeps you awake longer. So try and limit blue light intake into your eyes at least an hour before you go to bed. So there's one great rule. Another one is to black out your room or wherever you're sleeping. So you have no light whatsoever, totally dark, not even light coming from outside. So maybe get some heavier curtains if you have any outside, um, uh, light or street lights or whatever, and just black out the space that you're sleeping in. So you're completely in the dark. Another, uh, cool tip is to sleep in cooler temperatures. So if you sleep in cooler temperatures, you can actually sleep better than if the room is too hot. Okay. So these are some uh, little tips to help you get, prepare yourself for a good night rest. And when you have this preparation, the more rested you can be throughout the night, the easier it'll be for you to have a lucid dream. Step number two is intention before sleep. So it's really important. This is a cool step. It, it actually prepares your brain, prepares your conscious mind to become lucid within a dream. All right. So so the intention here is before you go to sleep, you're already in bed, but right before you go to sleep, you're going to have an intention to lucid dream during that night. Okay. And you can just have a spontaneous affirmation. I like to have a written one. So have a written one ready and you're going to repeat this affirmation and that's going to seed the intention in your conscious mind. The more you seed this intention, the higher likelihood that you will lucid dream that day. Okay. So you can write your own affirmation if you want to but I've, I'll, I'll leave one here for you that you can also write down and use. Okay. So here's your intention. I intend to be fully conscious and aware during my dreams tonight. Okay. So 
A trick here is that you're going to want to repeat this affirmation at least 10 times. Okay. Ding, ding. All right. Repeat this affirmation or this intention at least 10 times before you go to sleep. That's going to help to really get the energy going. And it's going to help to seed that intention in your mind that there's going to be a higher likelihood that you will become conscious during the dream state. Step number three is to develop an anchor. Okay. So this is used commonly in, in, uh, lucid dreaming techniques. And, uh, the anchor is basically you're going to want to locate yourself in the dream. So, so some, uh, lucid dreaming techniques ask you to look at your hands, for example, look at your hands before you fall asleep and then look at your hands. If you awaken in a dream, I like to do it a little bit differently. So I love to use the anchor that I use for lucid dreaming and for a lot of other exercises is actually at the feet. So when you become aware that you're, when you, when you wake up in the middle of the dream and you become aware that you are dreaming, you become lucid. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to look down at your feet and you're going to locate yourself in the dream. Look down at your feet. This is an anchor. It's called an anchor. This is a really, really clever and important way for you to seed yourself in any kind of vision, especially in a dream. You look down at your feet and you're going to immediately see, am I wearing shoes? Am I not wearing shoes? What kind of shoes am I wearing? And you're going to focus on your feet until they are, until they are solidly planted on the ground, wherever you are. And then you pick up your eyes and, and start looking around, but always, always find this anchor. You can develop your own anchor. If you don't want to use your feet, you can develop your own anchor. Like I was talking talking about using your hands, develop your own anchor. But the point is you're going to have an anchor that's going to be used every time you wake up in the middle of the dream. So when you become lucid in the middle of the, of the dream and your conscious mind says, wait, I'm awake. <laughs> you're going to look down at your feet or you're going to use your anchor as a way to, to kind of anchor yourself in that dream and get the journey started. Step number four is to explore the environment. Okay. So once you get through that third step and you've developed that anchor, you look down at your feet, you are solidly planted on the floor. You know what shoes you're wearing or not wearing shoes. Now you're going to lift your eyes and you're going to start to look around your environment and start exploring what kind of scene you're in, what kind of dream you're in. Okay. So you're going to start exploring your environment. You're going to look around, you're going to look for details, very important to look for details. Okay. Now here's a pro tip, ding, ding pro tip for, for this step here, pace yourself. Don't be in a hurry. Do not hurry through this. The slower and more meticulous you are at scanning your environment, the more that dream will pop out at you. Okay. So don't be in a rush, pace yourself. Remember you're in the middle of your own dream. So there's no rush. <laughs> you don't have to rush, right? Like this is happening in the middle of the night. You're, you're sleeping. So you have nowhere to go. So there's no need to be in a hurry. Pace yourself, look for details and take your time in this step of kind of looking around your environment. Step number five is to go deeper. Okay. So it's usually in this step where regular lucid dreamers will start to have fun and they'll start, they notice that they're lucid and they'll start creating fun worlds and they'll start to control the dream and just creating whatever the heck they want. But now that you know, you're going to do the lucid dreaming, the shamanic way. Now you're going to do this a little bit differently. You're not going to exert control over the dream because you're using the lucid dream as a way to go deeper into uncovering guidance or wounds or things you need to be aware of. Okay. And so what you're going to do here is you're going to let your conscious mind be guided by the unconscious. 
Okay. So the unconscious mind, your unconscious is going to guide you where it wants you to go. And your conscious mind, the one that's lucid is just going to follow along. Now notice how different this is from regular lucid dreaming in regular lucid dreaming. You're exerting control with your conscious mind. And here you're surrendering. And you're basically saying the conscious mind is saying, although I'm lucid, I'm not going to control anything. I'm going to follow where my unconscious wants to take me. All right. Very, very different way of doing lucid dreaming than what we normally do in the West. So when it comes to this step, I love to use a mantra or an affirmation that really helps the conscious mind not get into that control seat to help the conscious mind really surrender to the unconscious and let itself be taken by wherever the unconscious wants to go. Okay. So here's the mantra for you. Please show me what I need to see. Okay. I love this very simple mantra. Please show me what I need to see. This is your conscious mind saying to the dream state and to the unconscious, please show me what I need to see. This is a very surrender. This is your, this is a conscious surrender. You're allowing the dream space to inform you where it wants to take you and what it wants to show you. You're still conscious, you're lucid, but you're allowing the dream space to take control and show you what needs to be seen. Very, very different way of lucid dreaming than what we're usually taught in the West. Step number six is to stay neutral. Okay. So this is a big one. Do not forget this one. Okay. This is a big one. It's really important for you to stay emotionally neutral during a lucid dream. All right. Now, what does this mean? It means that you don't want to go into any extremes of emotion. So you don't want to start feeling fearful of what you see. So as soon as you start feeling fear or in the other extreme, you don't want to be feeling a lot of excitement. Okay. These, ex these emotional extremes, what they do is emotional extremes increase the likelihood that you'll wake up. <laughs> okay. And you don't want to wake up in the middle of a lucid dream. You want to stay in the dream. You want to be lucid, but in the dream, you don't want to wake up. And what emotional extremes do is they increase the likelihood that you'll wake up in the middle of a lucid dream. And then your lucid dream goes down the drain. Okay. So when you're in the dream, you are lucid, remain emotionally neutral, no matter what you're seeing, don't veer into too much excitement and don't veer into too much fear. Just stay nice and even kilter emotionally. The more emotionally neutral you could stay, the longer you can stay in the lucid dream without waking up. Step number seven. And the last one is to have a dream journal. Okay. This is really important. Always have a dream journal uh, on your nightstand because what ends up happening is when you do wake up, truly wake up, you're going to want to start writing down everything that you found in that lucid dream. All right. An interesting thing about dreams is that when we wake up, we'll start to lose the content of the dreams very, very quickly. Okay. So we can forget the content of our dreams quickly. Once we wake up. All right. Don't forget this. This is really important. So if you don't have a dream journal by the time you wake up and if you say to yourself, Oh, I don't have a dream journal. I don't feel like getting up right now. I'm just going to fall asleep. And I'll remember the, I'll remember the, the, the dream later on. Chances are by the time you wake up again, you're going to lose many, many details of the dream because your memory starts to fade very quickly when you come out of one of these lucid dreams. All right. So always have a dream journal with you. 
write down as much as you possibly can, all the details that you could remember, the more details you can remember and put it on paper. Then later on, when you're reading that back to yourself, then you are not going to forget again, because it's going to be on paper, right? So having a dream journal is extremely, extremely important. And this is the last step in your seven steps to learn how to lucid dream like a spiritual master. Now, if you want to go deeper into dream interpretation and what your dreams actually mean, I shot a whole video on dream interpretation and I'll leave a link in the description box below so you can watch after watching this video. Now I want to hear from you. Have you ever tried lucid dreaming before? I want to hear all about it. Let me know in the comments below. Click here to subscribe to my YouTube channel or head over to my website where you can learn more about Awaken and join the waitlist if you want to join us in the course. And don't forget this video here on dreams. That'll be great for you to continue viewing. All right, beautiful soul. That's it for me. I love you. I'm out.